Welcome back or welcome to Full Capacity Living Podcast, where we engage in conversations around health and wellness, functional and integrative medicine, and how to live to your fullest capacity. And today's podcast is no exception. My guest is Dr. Patrick Porter of BrainTap. Now, if you haven't heard of BrainTap, get ready to hear a deep dive into how Dr. Porter's work is digging deeply into the science and practical side of revitalizing your overall wellness through better brain fitness. We talk about how to activate your brain's peak potential and tap into different neural pathways for a better and more balanced life. Dr. Porter's journey started with his passion for neuropsychology and for helping become helping people become their best selves. He talks about his experience with his father growing up and how the seeds of change were planted. Now, if you listen to my last podcast where we talked about the importance of words, language, and particularly how we talk to ourselves, Dr. Porter mentions how words can change up to 2,300 genetic expressions, meaning the way our genetics actually express themselves in our daily lives, the field of epigenetics, have you. And what if your self-talk was the thing limiting you from living at your fullest, healthiest self? Well, in this episode, we'll be talking about how to shift those patterns of self-talk using the many programs included in the BrainTap app. We discuss his work as it relates to Alzheimer's and dementia, his work with Dr. Dale Bredesen, and with Tom Brady in the area of brain health for athletes. I've used BrainTap for, gosh, I think almost two years now. And I actually really love all that I've learned from it. And I do think it's helped change the way I think and the self-talk that I have, which is pretty tough sometimes. So join me and Dr. Porter for a fascinating conversation about how to change our brains, the missing piece in most of our healthy journeys. Well, hello, Dr. Patrick Porter. I'm very excited to have you on the Full Capacity Living podcast. Um, and this is going to be such a great conversation because I have so many good questions, but I also know that you are great at interviewing and you um, have a, a, a great story to tell. So that's where I would like to go. I'd like to really start at how you first really got into psychology and then neuropsychology and sort of the path forward from there. And we'll talk a lot about, I mean, you've written so many books, you've got brain tap, we've got a lot to cover. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, I, I like to tell people that I was blessed to be the son of an alcoholic because through mm -hmm. the years working with people, I realized that those darkest hours, those times when you think things are just the worst, you can't, you know, you, you wonder why God even put you on earth. And then you realize when you look back at it, that was your training ground. I tell people every superhero, every person who's ever achieved anything had to go through their dark night of the soul. And for me, being brought up with, with my dad and seeing him get help, the, I think the big thing was not just that he was an alcoholic, but he actually went and got help became a Silva mind control instructor. Now they call it the Silva method. They took off the mind control, which is good. <laughs> People get all confused about that. It's not it's, about, yeah, it's about controlling your mind, you know, not letting somebody else do it. And that's really what helped him. And that was by our church. I mean, it, it, people go, how did you get into it? I go, well, our church actually, I was brought up Catholic and the priest and the, and the nun, one of the priests, one of the nuns, Father Fitzpatrick and Sister Mary at our our church at St. Philip's, they actually came to the house and said, Michael, we're going to teach you how to relax. And once my dad found out that he could relax without alcohol, he never wow. drank again. And it was that easy. So I tell people, I go, you never know that one seminar, that one talk, that one podcast, that one thing that's going to shift your thought process. And, and I tell people, because my dad got that help that night, he went to what they call the ultra relaxation seminar. And I mean, literally millions of people have been changed because I would be that person. I would be struggling. You know, I'm good Irish Catholic would be, you know, I would be the one in the bar stool, you know, waiting for waiting for, you know, the the lightning bolt like Saul on the way to Damascus to wake my brain up. But then what me was I was never going to do this. Of course, this was dad's deal. I was not going to be a part of it. Uh, but I had my own uh, awakening kind of thing later when I was about 24. And. My parents were talking about moving to Phoenix, doing all this. And then 
something I had an experience in the hospital and I, I had a spontaneous healing from a bisulfite poisoning. And that's a whole nother story that, that we could go into at another time. But the, the, that changed my whole thought process. I thought, wow, I'm totally different. And even though I had been to probably a hundred Silva workshops, because that's what we did. We growing up, I helped my dad set up seminars. Sure. I, I kind of like, I'm still working for my dad, you know, every day I get up do kind of the same thing, you know, helping people in the, in, but I, I found out that I kind of liked getting up in front of people, speaking, training, motivating people. And then I, I went to school. It took me, to, it took me 12 years to get my PhD, but I kept going to school and working with my dad. And then I started a franchise company. And during that time, in the middle of that time, I met up with a group with, uh, they weren't, they were with another group at the time. They were selling a, a piece of equipment called the SILS, a sensory input learning system, which was all done by hand. So it was biofeedback. And then uh, I was part of the group that created the very first portable light and sound machine. And during that time, uh, we, we couldn't sell them. So uh, some, because it, think about it, it was 1986. Uh, there was no cell phones, no mm -hmm. CD, no downloads, no internet. Like, I mean, there was the internet, but we didn't use it like we do today. And right. so I started a franchise company and I sold that in 2022. So I'm fast forwarding through it because this can be a little boring for somebody. But the, and then in the um, in 2013, I decided, hey, I'm going to reinvent myself and uh, create what we have now, which is called BrainTap. And in that process, basically, we were always looking for how can we best serve people? Because for me, my first book, Awaken the Genius, was all about me uh, when I was younger, I, I could I was, an, I was an artist. I got an art scholarship. So I wasn't really into the left brain logical learning. Okay. But my dad, and some people say, well, how did, how did he change? Well, my dad changed from being someone who would spank you to when you got in trouble, you had to go read a book. And so the, the first book that I read, and I read it probably at least 100 times, if not more, it's still on my phone today. It's called As a Man Thinking. And that book changed my thinking because before that time, and I was only you know, 12 years old. But I remember that summer, I had to read that book, <clears throat> go to my dad and say, okay, I read the book. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm going to bring about. And then he said, faith without works is dead. And we would set up a plan every day. I had to go to him. He worked third shift at the time and so he'd get a home. In the and when he was doing that, my job was to tell him what I was going to do that day to accomplish that goal, because you know, faith without works is dead. So as, as we, as we, as we did the work, we visualized and started realizing basically everything I ever wanted uh, up to this point has come true and uh, continues to be, I mean, nothing ever happens in my time. I, I it's always in God's time. So you, you got to just kind of play it out, stick with the program and do what you're supposed to be doing. And I, I, I still feel like I'm doing the same thing. I mean, if you were, if you were to go back in time with me, and see the consumer electronics show where we got the best gadget of the year in 1986 and you went to a trade show we had today the only difference is we're much nicer <laughs> we have better equipment the, the booth is bigger oh. and we have a lot more people know about us back then nobody knew about us but we still had a line at our booth our when we go to trade shows which we do a lot because people need to know about this and i get up and speak we always have a line at our booth. Our booth is always the busiest. People always go, I want to be next to the BrainTap booth because we have an experience, you know, and I tell people, even though we're talking about it here today, it's like describing atmosphere to a fish. So we have to, you really have to get in the water and swim like the fish. It's to water, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what I really love about what you said, like sort of in the beginning, uh, talking about your story with your dad, thinking about that being a superpower, because I, I think flipping that script is really an important thing in terms of, of the mindset and how you come to yourself through the world, what the story is you tell yourself. And that's basically what you're doing with BrainTap is really flipping the way people think about what's happened to them or who they are or where they can go forward. It's really about not hanging on to a story that may not serve you. Yeah, I think most people don't realize that when you tell yourself, if I was to get up in the morning and say, poor me, I'm an alcoholic, 
Um, my dad was an alcoholic. My mom wasn't there for me, uh, although she was. I'm just saying this. Is, if I was using the, if I was doing the poor me, it was my mom. My mother kept everything together. You know, the uh, my dad was the one who was off doing his thing, and but that doesn't serve me. So people have to. What I tell people when I'm working with them on a personal level, and we now are doing it through brain tap, is does that story serve you? How can you change that story? Because we're social beings. You know, the Blue Zone books and all the research shows that socialization is one of the things that help us to thrive. And really, not even we, it says we live longer, but I tell people, I don't worry about living longer. I worry about living now. How are you living right now? You can have a really great life. So does it serve you to carry? I call them the dragons of the past. Do people drag on story and, and, and it shouldn't be a burden. If, if you go, wow, I learned from that. I discovered who I am. Now I've got to train. I, really, I believe every person needs to train whatever they're going through. That's You're going through that so you get your superpower so you can go out and train the people in your community, your world, your family. You know, in just changing your family is going to change the world. You know, there's something called the Maharishi effect. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Um, they did this story where, I mean, they did an experiment actually where they, it was a, a you could call it prayer, or meditation, whatever. And they were praying about, uh, in Washington, D.C. for peace. And the, the governor and everybody in Washington, D.C., no way that's going to happen in the summer. You know, the only thing that would stop crime would be two foot of snow, you know, and all this. But they brought meditators in to meditate for peace and just for everybody to be at harmony. And the crime went down significantly. When they stopped doing their prayer, the crime went right back. And they did this 49 times. So, mm -hmm that if we can get enough people and my mission is to better a billion brains so i believe that and he says it's only the square root of one so if somebody looks up the marishi effect on youtube you'll see story after story about it it gets a little weird but it's what it is is we have we influence people and now through neurophysiology we're talking about how to get into neuropsychology now we know that our brain is just the physical apparatus our mind is this energy and even the National Institute of Health talks about our biosphere. We have an energy field around us. Now, that used to be metaphysical mumbo jumbo and nobody believed it. Now, science knows that we have energy. And they also know that we project energy from us and it carries with it information. So when you're around somebody, the old story was, you know, if you're around five alcoholics, you'll be the sixth. If you're around five successful business people, you'll be the sixth. So... You know the old story, birds of a feather flock together. Well, you're learning really unconsciously. You don't realize that you're learning those things because when you're in the presence of somebody, their energy, which you hear that all the time. Somebody says, wow, I love their energy. I love who they are. Well, you know, we all have people or friends that walk in the room and the room gets a little brighter and we have friends that walk in the room and gets a little darker. You know, the, this is because we, we our mitochondria on a physiological level is designed to absorb and transmit light. So, and we know that has, there's three reasons that we can dim that light. Thoughts, traumas, or toxins. So you can have bad thoughts, you know, and that's where I'm working, you know, that's my deal. You know, working on people get their story right, get their internal conversation going right. But if you have uh, trauma, like maybe you haven't had trauma, a TBI, or just aging in general, our body, uh, if we don't, if we don't eat right, move and do some kind of brain fitness, we're going to have decline, cognitive decline. And then number three, if we have toxins in our body. Now, the problem we have today in today's world is we get toxins from everything. I mean, toxins from the carpeting on the floor to the mold in the walls to the electricity is dirty to now they're broadcasting, you know, 5G, you know, all these things happening that are that are happening around us. But the nice thing is that our body can handle it if we use the right technology, the right thoughts, the right eat, the right foods. We, and to, I think if anything's happened over the last three years is we've learned that we have to be an active participant in our health on all levels. We can't we can't put it on autopilot. There's no government agency that's going to take care of us. Well, I, I think what you're saying, too, is 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 very key to the work that I do in functional medicine. Right. We have more control over our, our bodies, our minds, our spirits than most people think we do. And that's the message I love to share with people 
when I first start talking to them about functional medicine and bringing some of these practices in, but you're talking about toxins and detoxing and taking care of your body and being healthy. Most people think about nutrition and exercise and the other things sort of just go by the wayside, right? But when you think about the work that you're doing that encompasses all of that, which is why BrainTap became something important to me and why I reached out to talk to you because I feel like you know, this is the the piece of the puzzle for a lot of people in their health that they're not always paying attention to. And if you can shift the way you think and the way your body responds, what you're talking about with that energy, that's that's some heart math things, right? And we've yeah. got some great research around around that energy that goes out even five feet from us. So the people that we're closest to, that's so powerful. But now what's more powerful is that there's this research behind it. Because as you've said, like for some people, it sounds a little woo-woo or it, it may sound a little odd. Um, but now when you have research to support that that's actually what's happening, I think people buy in more. Yeah. What's amazing for us is back in uh, when I first sold my other franchise, it was in 2002, and I was trying to get into some neurological conferences. They wouldn't even let me in. They were mm -hmm. like, doing is this but this is just a crazy toy you've got going you know and then in 2000 when they gave me a lifetime achievement award the same group that wouldn't let me into their conference yeah and that as the founder of this group their grandson needed help and the daughter read my book awaken the genius and said what do you recommend for my son who's got add adhd and i said well first thing is you got to get him off all sugars and dyes she goes i already did that you know, because she knew about, you know, you, you can't eat junk and expect, you know, the Ferrari to run on regular gas. You got to put the right gas in it, you know. And I said, well, the other thing is, I said, start. I said, if you want to try the brain tap just to prove it to everybody what's happening, you know, let's get you started with the brain tap. She called back and she said, my son's, it's like a different person. I said, yeah, because now we're regulating the, his brain waves. And what it is, is an, a hyperactive brain is one that has too much beta brain. Uh, that's the uh, reactionary brain, if you will. It's the we need that brain. It's not. There's no brainwave that's evil. Like there's no bad brainwave. But it's think of it like gear shifts in a car. We need different gears to get up and down hills or drive down the highway. You know now they have transmissions that have like 12 gears because the more we can shift the gears, the better the car performs. The same is true with our brain. The more we can shift gears. So if it's time to get up there and and do something like if it's time to fight or flight, you know if it's time to get into that high sympathetic because of tigers chasing us, then by all means, we should be able to flip the switch, go do it. But if it's time to relax, but we can't get out of that gear, that fight or flight mode, which is what's happening to a lot of people, we call yeah. it uh, um, the uh, sympathetic uh, syndrome, where they basically get trapped. So it's like almost like they, they took the gear shifter and they put it in third gear and they said, we're going to drive everywhere in third gear. Well, you can do it, but it's not very good. So what a lot of people do is they 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 actually motivate their body through biologics like coffee, tea, sugar. These are things that are stimulating the body. Now you can get through the day and some people actually can live a really long life. Like you, we all know people that go, I don't believe this stuff because my aunt's grandma's brother is 94 years old and he's, he drinks, smokes. And, and I go, well, where's all their friends? You know, they're not there. Right? And there's always the person that has that genetic anomaly that has that their genetics have a superpower. But if we want to, Remember my grandma, she lived to be 93 and she was not a health nut. You know, she was, but she didn't overeat. I think that's the main thing. You know, I think that's one of the main things for living a long life. But she said to me one day, this was years ago. And she says, Patrick, I hope this is worth it. Cause I was eating health. You know, I was, I, and I, and usually when we eat at a restaurant, nothing on the menu is ever good enough, right? You got to order, <laughs> you got to kind of pick it. And sometimes it's a little, it's a little embarrassing for people because I said, Hey, you're, they're just preparing your food. You're not, if they have everything in that, and I love uh, doing that. And sometimes they'll do it. Sometimes they won't. They said, this is a menu, is a menu. But she, she was a little uncomfortable with us. And my wife's even worse than I am. And so as, as we, as we ordered our food and we're waiting, she goes, I hope it's worth it. I said, what do you mean, grandma? She goes, well, you giving up on all this. And she made always made it a point to eat like the worst food on the menu when she was with us just to prove a point. And I said, grandma, I'm not doing this to live longer. I'm doing this to live well now. Because yeah. she was all, she was always something was wrong with her, mm. and even though she had a long life, I don't want a long life where I'm I have all these ailments and I'm too, you know I, I love it when I talk to a client and I'll say and I have them fill out a form 
And one of the questions is on a scale from zero to 10, where would you rate your health right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm amazed people put 10 and then they're taking seven or more pharmaceuticals. Oh, well, they think that that's okay, right? I'm that's- taking medication. I feel good. I'm doing this stuff. And you're right. Like there's, there's definitely a disconnection there. And I, I like that you're bringing in the idea of eating well. And I know that that because I've used BrainTap for many different things, um, you've got many different components of how you can shift behavior, what, some of them around food, some of them around thinking, um, about motivating for leadership, that kind of thing. There's there's a lot to this, right? Changing your mind changes your body. Let's talk a little bit about just exactly what brain tap is because there's so many components to it there's a visual there's like binaural voice and binaural sound um tell me a little bit more about like for somebody who doesn't know anything about brain tap or what it is and might think ah you know this sounds a little wacky what am i doing yeah when you think about first of all let's kind of frame it food used to i mean we used to think of food that we could get food at the grocery store was all healthy and good. And then Dr. Kellogg started actually in the early 1900s saying, hey, we need to supplement. We need to do vitamins. We need to do all that. People thought he was crazy. Now it's a foregone conclusion. We need to do that. Uh, in the 70s and maybe even the 60s when Jack LaLanne and, you know, started oh, exercising, that was crazy. You know, nobody's going to exercise. Uh, I still remember my, my aunt and uncle in Iowa when I was training to go to college. I was running and they go, what are you doing? And I go, I'm running. And they're like, why would you do that? I go, well, I got to get in shape. They go, why don't you come out on the farm with us? You know, it's it's a little different. You know, they were they were in shape because they were working all day. You know, on my butt and, and I would exercise. And now now we know we need brain fitness. So first of all, think of it as this is an exercise that you need to do something for your brain every day. And now with even thirty year olds exhibiting Alzheimer's symptoms and getting Alzheimer's, there's a problem with. All those two first things that I talked about, people aren't eating right, they're not moving and breathing, and then they're not doing any brain fitness. So now we get to brain fitness. So when we think about brain fitness, everything is controlled by the brain. So whatever you do, if you don't include brain, some kind of brain training into it, you're missing a piece of the puzzle. So first of all, we have sound. Sound's been around since the 1800s. So I didn't invent binaural beats, isochronic tones. Um, or so PGO frequencies or noj frequencies. These are all different sounds and frequencies. But what I did was I put together an algorithm that has been tested in universities all over the world that I know can move the brain. So I'll give you an example. Uh, when we were in India, Dr. Varun, who he and I um, and, and our science officer were voted the researchers of the year in India, which is a pretty big deal for an American, you know, to be to be on that list for meditation, especially when you think about India, this is where it comes from. And the reason we did it, I showed them that I could take any person who'd never meditated and get to the same brain states as like a guru, because we had gurus on stage, we measured their brain, what they did. And then I took somebody who never meditated and we used our algorithm and we said, okay, they're going to deep theta here. This person is going to go to deep theta in 15 minutes. Well, that's not possible. I still remember Varun going, you're cheating. And I said, what do you mean, Varun? He goes, he goes, you're cheating. He says, you know, people spend 20, 30 years to learn to do this. And now you're teaching them to do it in 15 minutes. I, he goes, I just don't know if that's right. So I had to convince him. I said, Varun, you're cheating. He goes, what do you mean? I said, have you ever meditated to a candle? So now we're going to get into the light portion of brain tap. And he said, yeah, I've used a candle to meditate. I said, what if I told you that you're cheating? He goes, what do you mean? I'm just using a candle. I said, the candle was the technology of the time. The candle flickers at 10 hertz frequency. Every cell of our body has something called mirror neurons, meaning that it's, think of it like a little antenna, and it's it's going out into our environment. This is where epigenetics comes in. It goes out to our environment and says, what's our environment like? What's the room like? What's the light like? What's the temperature like? You know, if we walk outside and it's cold, we'll start to shiver to try to warm up our body. If it's hot, we'll sweat. That's, yeah. that's a physiological response to our environment. But there's also responses that are happening at a cellular level, even at a, let's say, micron level, at the smallest level, even at the DNA level, they know our cells, our body is changing every 40 seconds. So somebody says they're trying to stay the same. It's virtually impossible. If you started this podcast, you're you're chained. There's no, now it could be good or bad. It's up to you, but your body is, you're never going to be the same. So people try to hold on to that past. So what light does we're going to use retinal flashing. So the eyes are closed. 
the flashing of the lights, the brain, just like binaural beats, where if we wanted to get you to alpha, which is a state of brainwave activity just below consciousness, where everyone goes at some point when they're creative, you're around your romantic uh, partner, or you're just taking a walk in nature. These are all things that cause your brain to create more alpha. And you create more acetylcholine then. That's when the body starts to create this, this neurotransmitter that makes you feel good. So light, we can trigger that by imitating a candle. And I, so the candle, though, can't change frequencies. But when the LED came out, we could change frequencies. In the same way that binaurals, if I put a 300 hertz frequency in one ear and a 310 in the other, will create a phantom uh, brainwave of 10 hertz. The brain will actually cancel out the two that match. The same thing's true with the eyes. So we're doing what we call biocular uh, training with the eyes. So we're also, we didn't know this at the time. There was no information about photobiomodulation in the brain back when I invented this technology with the team. But um, our science officer, Dr. Francisco Cedral, actually wrote the book on photobiomodulation in the brain. So what I did was I, I mean, literally, he wrote the book for Dr. Hamlin of, of Harvard University. If you if you get a textbook in college and you're going to learn about photobiomodulation in the brain, it's, it's my science officer who wrote that. And so he also, he also did the clothing, just to put it in perspective for everyone, we are light, okay? Dot Tom Brady, most people know who he is. He's actually our sports partner. Our, uh, we have a, a relationship with PBRX, which is their uh, medical arm. We're, we're, Tom Brady uses it, but our, our, uh, our science officer created his clothing called TB12 Recovery Wear because we, we actually emit light. Every person on earth emits 8, 10 nanometer light. So if you're into light therapy, you know, hey, that's a that's a healing frequency. Every person has that healing frequency emanating from their cells. That's so. What Dr. Sidral did was he created clothing that actually uses ceramics, and it reflects that light back. So they call it recovery wear. Now Tom Brady doesn't tell you that because he's just Tom Brady. He says, "Hey, I'm Tom Brady. I'm 40 40 years old. Buy my clothes," and people buy it. But the reality is, there's science behind it. And wow. so light, yeah. So when you think about light. And somebody says, why are we using light? If you don't use this light, this what we call retinal flashing, 30% of your brain will shut down during meditation. So, or prayer. Anytime you close your eyes, your brain starts to go into a dissension pattern of sleep. So it's going to start to shut down the default mode network. And as it shuts it down, some of the most important parts of the brain get shut down. So when people go, I can't meditate. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to do it. Well, you don't have to know how to meditate to use brain tap. You just put it on. The lights will keep your brain in the right frequency. Now, what we found out now more than ever, most people don't have the right voltage in their brain. Now, we can't measure that with brain tap, but we have another piece of equipment called the Wavi, which is a, a technology where we can measure brain voltage. And... In our study with dementia, we showed a 39% neurological change or, or uh, neuroplastic change in that study. Every person was taken off the dementia scale, and it had to do with energy. So I tell people, we live in an energy economy. So how do we get more energy into the brain and make it convenient? So with BrainTap, we'd use the ear lights. So when people go, why do you have lights in the ears? Well, every cell of your body has something called a chromoform. That chromoform, think of it like a battery. And that battery is always absorbing energy. That energy could come in the form of light, sound, or vibration. And uh, to give everybody an example, if you've been to a party, maybe you didn't feel up to it, but they started playing all the music you loved from your high school years. Pretty soon you're going to start dancing and your, your cells are going to start vibrating. You know, you're going to get happy because of energy. Now that can come in the form of sound. We can also get, if we go outside in the light, you know, we get charged by the sun. What we're going to do is we're going to do it through the ears. And the reason for that is, your ears, all the blood in your body passes through your ears every three to four minutes. Now, the rest of your body takes 45 seconds. The blood just goes through the body. So this is a great place to blood dope. So light, the way light works, and the reason we use it in brain tap is we need energy. You need energy to sleep. You need energy to think. You need energy to perform. All these things we need energy for. And most people are doing things that cause their energy to go down. So if we can get the energy up. So during the session, what we do is we're going to give them the equivalency of a laser dose. So when you think of light therapy, there's something called joules, these millijoules. 
in our body absorbs this. If it's healing light, the body will absorb it. So we use 470 nanometer and 650 nanometer light, and we broadcast that in a frequency. Now it's changing every two minutes. It's something called Noje frequencies. So we're using Sophigio and Noje frequencies to trigger different regions of the brain while we're training the brain with earth frequencies, which is between 0.5 to 100. And the brain will follow those. For instance, if we're sitting next to the ocean, we're going to relax and our body's going to mirror that body of water. A body of water resonates at 10 hertz frequency. That's why we feel good when we're by it. And that's another thing I told uh, Dr. Varun at, at Ames Bhopal. I said, have you ever meditated in the Himalayas? Because I know he did. He told me a story before. He said, oh, yes. Yeah. I, well, I said, you're cheating. He goes, what do you mean? I said, when you're in the Himalayas and mountains, this is any mountain. It doesn't have to be the Himalayas. I was just using that for India. But when you're in the mountains, that mountain is resonating at a frequency of 7.8 hertz frequency. Yeah. So now we're generating we're generating theta. Now, what most people don't know is theta generates something called GABA. GABA is a neurotransmitter that's a precursor to something called DMT. DMT is what we, it's in every cell right now of our body, but they say the, that during spiritual experiences or when people have these kind of out of this world kind of experiences, they've triggered this. And because we all possess the world's greatest pharmacy, it exists between our ears. We need to trigger it on command. Most people wait for the world to trigger it. Like they turn on the news and they get angry or upset because that moves them. Or they watch a movie that causes them to cry or feel good. But we can control that from within ourselves. So with BrainTap, we took light, sound, vibration, and we took music. There's a there's a science out there called the Mozart effect. And what that what they proved in this Mozart effect was that if we play 10 cycle music, which is alpha music, the brain will synchronize and you will just be smarter. I mean, everybody, you don't have to teach them anything. They've done this in classrooms. Every kid will be smarter. Just by the, every classroom in the world should be using classical broke music in the background. It's well, already been proved. I mean, yeah. there, there are toys like that, right? I mean, you know, they sort of have that idea behind some of that, but that's really phenomenal, like that you put all of this into. So that's really the important piece to having the headphones, right? Because yeah. you're missing some of that if you're just using your own headphones or you're using earbuds or something like that. You'll get the binaural piece, but you won't get the light. You won't necessarily get the um, the frequency in the ear. Right. Yeah. If they, if you can get results with just the audio. Of course, when we have 120,000 users, so most of them are on our freemium model that they can try. And so they they just use the audio and you can get results with it, but it's going to take a lot longer time. Okay. So. When you think of light, think of it's just like anything else. If you if you go to get a software created, I love what they say. I always say, can you do this with our app? And the, the programmers always say, it's just time and and money. But in our life, it's time and energy. Change anything with enough energy. So, you know, we all know people that uh, maybe they were really negative. They weren't doing too well in health. Then they start eating well and start exercising and they get a positive attitude because they at least have two of the three. Now, usually once two of them are activated, you know, in the last piece, just so the listeners understand, is we do have about 600 sessions that are just music only. So if they don't want to hear words, they don't have to. But people like Bruce Lipton, who's a good friend of mine, who teaches with me at Quantum University, he talks about words and how words change 2,300 gene expressions. So if you're, you're thinking might be the thing that's stopping you. So a lot of people don't like to hear the words because they don't want to change. We yeah. need to change the dialogue. We need to have a more positive, loving voice. Most people, if they heard the way they really talk to themselves, they wouldn't listen because they, you know, we wouldn't let a friend talk to us like that. But a lot of people talk to themselves so poorly that and they wonder why they're not motivated. They're, they don't feel good. They're depressed because we're telling that story. Yeah, what I like about what you have on the the app is that you can kind of go between different things if you want, right? You can go and and do some of the the music by itself if there's a day that you feel like you want that, but there are other days that maybe you want to go through just a program of like I'm going to listen to this and it's going to change the way I'm thinking. Um one you know, and I think a lot of the the dialogue that you have that you've created and and by the way, I think your voice on it is really easy to listen to as well, which is sometimes a deterrent to people when they're listening to meditations. They don't always feel like 
you know, they want to listen to that person's voice. So your voice is really good. But I think there's also just different options. There's so many different options for people to use on this that I think you can combine some of those things. And there are days that you just want to listen to music or you want to listen to something that's that's a little bit different. How do you how do you talk to people about um, the change that they can make? And should they be listening to the same session over and over and for how long and and you know where do people start to see a change in the way they're actually um leading their lives and making choices in their days sure that's a great question uh how people should use it is we we've kind of we're trying to fix that with our app now you can actually put in outcomes now that's a new feature to oh, our app you can put in outcomes and then we'll we'll generate a list for you so a lot of people, because we have 2,000 different sessions, so a lot of people get confused about what they should do. Um, you should not listen to the same session within a 72-hour period. And that's because neuroplasticity, think about going to the gym. They say, don't you can't do the same exercise every day because the muscles get, they atrophy. The same yeah. is true with your neurology. So what, what we want to do is we have sessions for the morning. These are, and if you want to listen to just a, uh, music only. We have SMR, which stands for sensory motor rhythm. This is the brainwave that as we get uh, better looking, more intelligent with age, this is the one that atrophies the most. So if you're out there looking for cognitive decline, you can listen to that one. We've actually designed sessions like Kathy Smith, who's an exercise physiologist, kind of like Jane Fonda. She's she's really kind of, she's got a big following. We did some, there's some walking sessions on the BrainTap app that are an hour where you can walk and she's doing positive affirmations while you walk. But we encoded those with SMR because you can listen to that while you're even driving or doing schoolwork. It's, it's a, it, it gets your cognitive thinking. But some people listen to that in the morning because it's going to trigger neuropronephrine. It's going to trigger dopamine. It's going to, it's going to trigger what you need in the morning to wake you up. You know, we call it digital coffee. Okay. And then there's there's also Alpha in the morning. These are typically 10 minutes long. And <laughs> excuse me, some people will say, I don't have time to do it three times a day. Well, two times that we recommend you listen to it, you do have time because you don't even get out of bed. The average, the average person hits their snooze three times. So what we recommend is having your brain tap right there. Instead of hitting snooze, put your brain tap on, do one of the morning, 10-minute morning sessions. You're going to wake up supercharged and you're going to be ready for your day. Now, in the middle of the day, um, you don't have to listen in the middle of the day. It could be right after work if you can't do it in the middle of the day. Or if you're doing it at a clinic, you know, you're going to do it in the middle of the day. The uh, In the middle of the day, around 2 o'clock, every person on earth, your temperature is going to drop 2 degrees. That's why you get tired. That's yeah. why a lot of people look for tea time, you know, where they, they go get a snack or they go do something. But what the body's really saying is we need to reboot. So yeah. if you think about our bodies are designed for the Serengeti, not for New Bern, North Carolina or, you know, wherever you're at here in the in the process but in the, in the body needs a rest needs a reboot so we have sessions that are about 20 minutes that are reboot sessions now some people will also even listen to our gamma sessions during that time now we don't have any gamma sessions with words so these are ones you would listen to gamma is the brainwave for people that don't know it uh, that they have now isolated and saying as we get older, that's the brainwave that atrophies. And the less gamma we have, the more likely it is that we have amyloid plaque. And that placking slows down neural function. So think of gamma, think of each brainwave like um, there used to be an old TV uh, commercial where a person would sing and they would break a glass and they'd say, is this real or is this Memorex? Because right. they had this break, they could record the music and it still break the glass. Well, these frequencies actually break up this amyloid plaque in the brain. Oh. Now, I didn't MIT prove that with uh, with their studies they did with blue light therapy and gamma. So what we did is, is we were already, is that study that? on your is that study on your website? We we reference that study. Yes, they can also look at MIT blue light study forty hertz or something like that, and you'll see the study Lutai and. My science officer, Dr. Sadral, and I met with her a couple of times, and they do something, they do a room, it's a big blue light room that flashes at 40 hertz frequency. What we do, is we showed that, uh, they showed that you could get about 6% gamma. We showed in our studies that the average person gets a 23% boost in, 
boost in gamma, even when you're not listening to the gamma sessions. Because the brain, when you cross over alpha and you cross over theta, those two, that 10 hertz and that 7.8 hertz frequency, you get a gamma burst and you get a delta burst. So think of it like, um, for those that are out there that go to chiropractors, when a chiropractor makes an adjustment, what we know happens in the brain is the brain literally rewires itself in that moment. And then it, it, and so when somebody makes an adjustment to the body, we now know they're adjusting the brain. So they're, they're, because the spine is the keyboard to the brain. So there's inputs and outputs to the brain. So as this energy flows through the body, we, we need to reset it. So this is what they call neuroplasticity. So think of neuroplasticity as energy to the brain. So the more we can do to exercise the brain, in the, especially when we're tired and fatigued. A lot of people, if you do it with biologics, there's three systems of the body that I want people to understand. One is the sympathetic system. We need that because that's what gets us up in the morning, gets us to take action. Now, if it's yeah. out of control, that leads to anxiety, you know, and all the other negative things that happen. And it's tied to breath because every negative emotional state has one thing in common, lack of breathing from anger to depression to anxiety. If you're breathing, you can't be those things. Yeah. Next time you feel anxious or depressed or angry, you know, we've all had that little kid, like my grandson, if he, I still remember when he was running up and it became very evident to me and he's all angry and I said, breathe, breathe. And he just got angrier because he knew as soon as he would breathe that anger would be gone. But as soon as you can calm them down, they start breathing. And then, so when, when as we do this, as we get the body into this neurological freedom we have the parasympathetic system most people are now when somebody's in over parasympathetic state that's an exhausted nervous system we don't want to be too much parasympathetic these should all be balanced you know that's not yeah yeah there's no there's no one it's just like brain waves it's not like good or bad it's our should we when it's time to relax we should be able to relax now there's the third system the neuro the neurohorm the neurohormonal system which is basically our biological system so if people are relying on that, like if they're regulating their whole nervous system based on the foods they eat, you know, and what I'm saying is the negative foods, like they need sugars, chocolates and things. What will happen eventually, some part of the body is going to give out. Think of your physical body as finite. It only has a limited number of resources and it is always rebooting. It's always trying to get more energy, more resources. The electrical system, which is your sympathetic and parasympathetic, those are infinite. There's no endless, there's an endless supply. It's but we have to turn it on. And most people don't know how to turn it on. So when you think about the middle of the day, when we do that reboot, we get energy when we go through these different brainwave states. And we can actually record it now. We have a device called the NeuroCheck. So we can take somebody in five minutes, we can show them, hey, here's your here's the state of your nervous system right now. Let's do a brain tap. Here's your state afterwards. And the one study that is on our website, the we have several studies. We're putting six more onto the website that we just finished in the last two years that have been published now. But the one we did with the National Institute of Health, we showed with non-meditators one session of brain tap and they had a 39.8% reduction in stress. And then one month later, if they were to do three sessions a week, when you said, what's the duration? Remember every 72 hours, the nervous system is going to try to reboot. That's it's not not a coincidence that they have you work out every other day. You know, then people have found this out, even if it was by accident. They found out, hey, if I work out every day really hard with my arms, my arms don't get bigger, they actually get smaller. You know, so they figured out I need that rest in between. You know, you need that rest and recovery. Yeah, and I love what that. That's one of the things that I always have to talk to my my clients about, and nobody ever listens to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. In the in the evening, though, we also have sessions and I, I would say 90 percent or more of our clientele will listen right before bed because you don't have to do anything. You're in bed. I mean, yeah. do whatever you do in bed before you go to sleep. But then when you're ready to go to sleep, you put your you, you can put your headset on or you can just use your earbuds yeah. and you go. to. And what's going to happen is you're going to deepen your sleep because you're going to quicken that time. A lot of people take up to four hours to go through their first cycle and the more cycles in sleep the more neurotransmitters you build. That's when your brain is telling your gut to start to produce all of this wonderful neurotransmitters we need for the next day. So you're you're building up your neurotransmitter bank account. That's why we say sleep is where you incubate your superpowers for the next day. If you don't get the sleep, you don't function. So those are the three times. And we have enough variety that listen to something different. You can pick out 10 of each. Now we have a quick start guide. 
that people can get in the 21 day quick start. And that gives them a good idea of the different kind of flavors that we have at, at BrainTap. But we have 68 different speakers. So if you don't like my voice, um, hopefully we have somebody's voice in there that you do like. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's just there is so much. And I am glad that you have like um, a goal now that you can kind of say, here's my intention. This is what I'd like to to create for myself. And then it filters it down into that because it it does make sense. People, you know, might go on and and not not sure what they're doing. So the quick start is really the thing to do as as well as setting sort of the intention. Is that what you called it? Because I saw that just recently. That's a pretty yeah. new thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're also working on uh, machine learning for each person so that it can start to learn and adapt and give recommendations. We're, we're coming up with a recommendation engine. Um, uh, my, I'm sure my COO wouldn't like me to say that on, on the podcast. Because it's, it's every time you say something like that, everybody's going to say, well, where is it at? In uh, programming, like I said, it's time and money. You know, So we've given them the money. Now we, they need to take the time to do it. We we know that people have been asking for it. And some people just, they're really, they, they search themselves. They like to do their own kind of adventure, choose their own adventure. But if you don't, we have patience for you. And we also are coming up with uh, protocol sheets. Uh, well, we wouldn't call that for the general public, but they would be like playlists that people would play, but our doctors, we call them protocols. So when you, if you're, if you want to do the same thing we did in our, um, we're going to name them after our study. So if somebody says, what did you use to get those results in the study? Like the okay. 21 day quick start. Okay. That's the, that is sessions that we use during our sleep study we did in Australia, where we, we helped this coal miners improve their sleep to 70% in three weeks. Wow. So, I mean, these are, coal miners. They, they only were getting two minutes of deep sleep on average when we did okay. the uh, first one. And then by the time it was done, they were getting over an hour. If you can get an hour of deep sleep and two hours of REM sleep, you're going to crush any sleep app that's out there. I know. I just got an hour and 55 of deep sleep. But I, two minutes, they were only getting two minutes of deep sleep. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. They, their bodies were so toxic. And I mean, no wonder they did. And their happiness, their happiness score went up 43% after the study. Well, obviously, they were... They had no energy. I mean, they were running around and they were like robots in a cave, you know, digging for coal. I mean, I don't know that I don't I don't I can't think of a less uh, desirable job for myself. You know, I, somebody's yeah. got to do it. There's a lot of toxicity there for sure. Um, and that's that's part of that that grouping that you're talking about. I really do love um, the connection too with the Alzheimer's and some of the research that you connected with that, because I think, you know, people who are looking for, you know, I often work with people who are going through the Bredesen protocol, yet that takes some time, certainly, like, and you want something a little tangible that you can say, here, I'm doing this on a daily basis or every two days. Um, I, I just, as you're talking about that, I think about a couple of clients that I have right now that I'd love to recommend that to them um, because I wasn't aware of that connection with this. So there's a lot of new stuff that I'm I'm understanding. And you guys are upgrading and doing so many things all the time. It's it's really nice to see that because it's not just static. It's not just you created something and there it is and go for it, right? You guys are iterating and finding out what you want. Yes, going to be coming out on the Brain Fitness Podcast. So he's I did a podcast because he's using it now with his, his clients. Yeah. Dr. Bredesen is? Yeah. So oh, it's, it cut out a little bit there. Yeah. So there's, say that again, what you said about the podcast. Yes, it's going to be coming out on my Brain Fitness podcast. Okay. Uh, we're him about how he's using BrainTap and in his protocol now. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. Okay. That's really helpful to know. I have one person in particular I'm thinking is going to be very... Very happy to know that and know that it's part of the protocol and that, that you know, there's there's something if, to do. If anyone out there's in sports, like the reason that we did Tom Brady and his group, they actually have a spinoff now. They're going to be making an announcement any any day now. It's already supposed to be out. It's called TBRX. They're going to have a division, actually, of Tom Brady's They because he's into recovery, he wants to work on dementia, TBIs, concussions, and we're doing some studies with them, but also we signed up with him to be our basically he's our he's our representative for the pro sports 
in the sports leagues around the world. And he's because he calls it he calls it prehab. So when you think about it, a lot of people wait for a breakdown to have a breakthrough. I always tell people, why don't you have a breakthrough before you have a breakdown? You know, you, you so many people, you know, the and that's why people like yourself in functional medicine are are becoming the go-to people because people are realizing it's a lot harder to rebuild that house after the hurricane than to fortify it so it can withstand that hurricane. You know, everybody's going to get hit. Something's going to happen. So are you ready for that? Are you are you willing? Are you able to recover? It's a it's a full program. It's, it's not just brain tap. I wish brain tap would do it all, but you got to eat right. You got to go to somebody who's going to teach your physiology and neurology to be in the right place. And then uh, this is a piece of the puzzle. Uh, and that's the and it's something that's easy. and The whole family can do it. You know, the, when the whole family is doing it, when the stress level of the family goes down, joy goes up. You know, oh, stress, I, yeah. it's going to be miserable. You're going to pass out that energy to your neighbors too, right? Yeah. Like the whole community. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I love about it. I think it, you know, part of what, as I said in the beginning, I mentioned um, that it's really difficult sometimes to get people to think about those realms of health and wellness right? They always want to talk about nutrition. They always want to talk about exercise, talking about the stress piece or brain health or or the gut-mind connection, gut-brain connection. All of those things, they're a little more esoteric and people don't necessarily connect with them as much because you've got to take time out to do it, right? You're eating it three times a day. It's easy to change your diet. if It's not easy, but it can be easy, but you're doing it anyway, right? It's how do we embed this into our lives? And I love the 10 minute segments, even there, you know, I don't know if you have any shorter ones either, but shorter ones are always helpful because I'm always telling people, you know, take 10 minutes or seven minutes out of your lunchtime and just sit back and listen to something and that you don't have to do very much with this, that you can listen to it with your own earbuds. You don't necessarily have to use the, the headphones, which you can, but but it's accessible to a lot of different levels of people. That's what I love about it. We're in a hundred different countries and most of them we can't sell the headset to. So we're still getting good results there. So you okay. can get results the headphones. And I always tell people a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. So yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, um, so I think that the, the main thing here is that what are you doing to downregulate your nervous system in a healthy way? A lot of people use drugs and alcohol and things like that. And that really, when when I wrote the programs for DUIs for the state of Arizona, I did some research back. This was back in, in the 80s. And there's a book called Finding a Perfect High. And it was written by a guy who was talking about the brain. And what he found was when your brain is in a whole brain state, you're you're high. You, you have this. Like we all know people that just seem like they're high all the time and on happiness, not on a drug or anything. Right, you know, right. About a drug. It's like, it's like finding your perfect high. You know, when you're in love, you're kind of on this drug and this oxytocin and you've got your uh, acetylcholine and all these different neurotransmitters are raging and you you make sometimes good decisions, sometimes bad decisions because of the emotional state you're in. But, it, you know, the that's the feeling. I mean, there's no reason we can't have that feeling every morning when we wake up. And then it, it's a normal for the body to, to run out of energy, just like your car runs out of energy. People think they have something wrong with them because they get tired in the middle of the day. No, this is normal. But what right. we have to do is we, we have to do something. We have to eat the right foods. And no, of course, if you're eating total sugar for, for lunch or eating junk food, going to a, to a fast food restaurant, you're going to have that crash is even going to be worse. Right. You know, right. less energy, the less neuro, the next less neuroactivity you have the brain's going to conserve energy so, but if we can feed the body the you know i always tell people you can't ask god to build a temple without bricks you know you you've got to put the materials in there unless you're saint germain and uh you know take junk food and make it healthy you know you you unless you're an alchemist in other words so the the reality is that we it's easier if we give the body what it needs now there's always that person out there who goes my brain's so powerful i just i can smoke and i can drink and i think and i go well well Let's talk in 20 years because, yeah, those drugs or those, the alcohol, whatever, it doesn't care. It's going to be the same every time, but you do care. Our body does care and our consciousness cares. And we know when we're congruent, when we're doing things that are good for us. And if we're doing things that aren't good for us, our body knows. I mean, I know a lot of doctors use kinesiology and they show it to people. I mean, that means our body can communicate to us what it wants. And if we're 
honest with ourselves, we know when we're eating the right foods or not. Well, I think that's the key. It's the honesty and the awareness. Like people numb themselves because they don't want to pay attention to it. And so you can basically like shove it away. It's going to come back some some way, shape or form in your body, whether you shove it away or not. It's the awareness, and the attention. And I do love that you're talking about that afternoon slump, because I talk to people about that all the time, that it actually is kind of a normal thing and that, you know, just look at it as normal. And I remember one woman, um, I tried to have her do a little bit of a meditation. She's like, you know, I want to be present for my daughter who had special needs. She was autistic. And she came home at like 3.30 in the afternoon. And she said, I always feel like I'm lowest energy around two or three in the afternoon. And I said, well, that that's kind of normal. But like, if you stop and do a little bit of a meditation for even five minutes, you're actually going to have more energy. And she didn't believe me. And she did it sitting in the car waiting for her daughter. And what was really important was that she could be the mom that she wanted to be because she grabbed a little more energy in that afternoon for herself. And brain tap is the same thing that you can do, like a little 10 minute meditation, 10 minute listen, and you'll get a little more energy for your day. Yeah. For the listeners that don't know, don't maybe don't have brain tap yet. You can actually do breathing. Like you said, I always recommend there's a, they go on YouTube, they can look at Breath of Fire, which is a rapid breathing that oxygenates the system in the morning. That that actually activates activates that SMR brainwave. In the yes. middle of the day, I do the Navy SEAL one, the, the box breathing, they call it, the breathing for, for count. You can look that up too. And then at night, the breathing is the 4-8 uh, breath because it downregulates the nervous system. So there's always breath work that matches. And we have a whole breath work series on brain tap. They can they can take a whole breath super class, you know, master class when they go do brain tap. So breathing is key to all of this because you're not gonna have the brain tap on all the time. So we've got to teach people to get out of that uh, depressed uh, nervous system function and get their nervous system to really express the way it was designed to express, you know, when we're awake, we should be, we're designed to walk and move and breathe, you know, while the light's out, we should be out, but that's not going to happen. Right. So we've got to do things that uh, we have to hack that, as they say, in, in the biohacking world, we got to do something to uh, send basically uh, fake the body out into thinking that it's getting it. And that's what, that's one of the things that, uh, or you have light around you, you know, have light stimulus, sound stimulus, something and we just put it all into one piece so it's easy you put it on you do it you can do it up to three times a day you can do it more than that if you want but three times a day is probably neurologically most beneficial okay right 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 okay so i also heard something about a mystic pine sanctuary and is that like something new can we talk about that yeah yeah uh, actually we were just out there we had to come back because there might be a hurricane but i guess it's it's petered out which is good so uh we're right on we're right on, if anyone knows the outer banks of north carolina uh we're on the coast side we have dolphins swim by usually at least once a week that more than that every other day sometimes every day um but we have 88 acres we're we're designing it to be a healing sanctuary where people can come and uh, when we get it finished, we'll have weekly retreats. We'll have uh, people can stay for as long as a month. And really those three pillars that we're talking about, um, number one, we're going to teach them how to eat because a lot of people don't know. And we're only going to serve healthy foods there. It's not going to be vegetarian, like uh, uh, even though plant-based diets, I think are the best, but you have to have protein. So uh, good quality protein, you know, good meats and things like that. Um, but uh, I'm not, we usually eat uh, meat at one of our meals in the day now. We used to be very strong vegetarians, but I've seen too many unhealthy vegetarians over the years. So I'm not a full-blown vegetarian anymore. The, uh, and they weren't getting enough protein or enough nutrients. And then we're going to have a lot of activities, you know, a lot of what we call activations. If you were to come to my place here in New Bern, I have a 6,000 square foot office where uh, we work. But since since what happened in 2020, um it's pretty much been just a biohacking lab and we do our research there and we have four clinics here in the area that are doctors that are friends of mine that actually use brain tap. And when we do a study, we just say, Hey, send your people in. And we, they, we take them through our 16 station biohacking facility that we have, but we're going to move all that out to the sanctuary. So when people are there, they get to use our full, we have a big red bed that has, you know, the, over 10,000 LEDs. We have a blue light chamber that helps you to build vitamin D. We have things you've never seen because I invented them, but they weren't 
uh, feasible to sell on the open, the open market because they were too expensive to make. <laughs> and I didn't think he was going to buy them, but I have them. Like for neuropathy, it's all about light, sound, and vibration for me. That's my key things. But when you come to the sanctuary, we will do, uh, we'll have classes in yoga. We'll have Tai Chi. Uh, my Tai Chi master is here with me right now. He's come for a week and we're just kind of, he's staying out at the property and we're just kind of figuring out what we need to do. And uh, okay. our plan it up and running within a year to do some things maybe just have yurts up right now but we need to build a building uh so that we have a place for people to meet and do because it's going to be an education facility too and, and a research facility so we're going to be doing those things out there and i'm i'm super excited about that that's that's uh my wife will tell you i don't like to just sit around so the uh i've, and I've always dreamed of having this when this came available 88 acres on the river we have 300 yards of riverfront it's beautiful. It's on Broad Creek here in New Bern, North Carolina, and it's going to be amazing. And we've already got the commitments of some pretty high-level people that said, hey, once we get it done, they'll come and do uh, retreats here. We want to have it for open for other leaders that are out there, thought leaders that want to do retreats here. And, you know, we'll cater it and make sure that everything is good, but it's going to be a place where we're going to, we want it to be a place where people who want to either, number one, do something with foods, or supplements, you know, some way to learn about nutrition. Number two, learn about movement. And then, of course, brain fitness is going to be a part of everything we do there. Right. Absolutely. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I actually have a yoga teacher friend who just moved to New Bern um, just this past, I mean, probably <clears throat> three or four months ago. She loves it. I don't know how she found New Bern, but um, I know about the Outer Banks. And, you know, I'm in Ohio. Lots of people go down in yeah. North Carolina from here i think half the state more than half the state ends up in north carolina at some point yeah it's it's beautiful i'm, I'm from michigan so the weather here is super compared to winters you know i know you get you don't quite get as bad as we were getting i mean we used to get when i was growing up we'd get two or three blizzards every every winter they're not getting kind of that severe weather anymore but it's still cold yeah it's not happening that much i mean although we just had a a, a big tornado that came through i'm up in cleveland area which was really unusual not not usual so all the weather is shifting but that that place sounds amazing so a retreat place you know maybe having it open in a year you said with yurts and then building it out from there um we're looking at little i want to have four, i want to have 40 beds uh, okay. as, and then um but every every bedroom will be a suite because okay. we, we want to have have their own space and give them because a lot of people have special needs so they'll be refrigerators they'll have their own ways i want to make it like uh, i tell people when they say can you describe it for me i say imagine you're on star trek you're going off world to a five-star resort but it's in the woods that's yeah. what i want to build you know yeah. so it's going to all the amenities although uh internet's kind of a challenge out there because we're in the middle of nothing <laughs> so they might not get the needs they want but um you know it shouldn't be there doing the internet anyway it should be there about healing exactly. yourself and phones down it doesn't matter it's a retreat so maybe i'll have you back on the podcast in a year when it's up and running and you've got um more to talk about with that but this has been great i mean i think hopefully it's it's been uh, um educational as well as um practical and that people can like get on the app they know how to use it you can get the headphones if you want you can use your own headphones there's so many applications for this um I really love that. I'm going to put some links in the show notes as well to some of the things that you referred to. Um, and, you know, anything else you want to share, anything you want to uh, say, just kind of in a closing sort of comment. Well, I, I think the one thing I really like to tell people is that don't let other people define who or what you are. You know, you're far greater than other people have told you about. No one knows the capacity of the human mind or consciousness. So whatever limitations you're going through right now, look at them like, hey, this is a proving ground, a training ground. And then be willing to share your successes with people once you've gone through them, because that's why you're going through them. We're not nobody's going through this separately. Yeah. You know, there's there's somebody out there that's going through the same thing you're going through. And if you can get through it, you can help thousands of people like my dad did. You know, my dad got help. He trained me. Now we're training thousands of people. You're training people. You know, if we help other people, we're going to find that our life becomes more fulfilling. Oh, that's so, so true. I love it. Thank you so much for that. That's beautiful. Well, okay. thank you for being here. And, uh, you know, I hope to have you on next year when you're 
your center is is um, more as a reality. Yep. All right. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Okay. So how did you enjoy that conversation? Dr. Porter is a ball of energy, right? I'm so excited to share all of this with you and open your eyes to the next level of health. We really do focus mostly on nutrition and exercise, and we tend to forget that whole mind-body connection. So if you feel like what you've been doing really isn't reaching the levels that you want, this might be the next step, right? Consider checking out the BrainTap app. Check my social media posts for some potential special deals. And if you found this podcast helpful, interesting, and had someone in mind as you were listening who would benefit, please share and review on the Apple podcast. Um, It's always helpful in growing the podcast, which is my big hope that this grows to be a little bit bigger and we reach more people and share all of this information with people that can make your everyday life better. I'm also starting another Regain Your Energy group coaching program, uh, March 4th. The first one sold out in just two weeks. So reach out on my website, karenbush.com, to schedule a discovery call if you want to know more about the program. This first energy group is really fantastic, and we're seeing some really wonderful reviews. So thanks for listening. Stay well.